Hey, you're with Carly and Xavier at Binge or Bust Podcast. It's the show where we decide, based totally on a TV pilot neither of us have seen, if a show is worth binging or if it is a total bust. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Gmail at Binge or Bust Pod. We want to hear from you what you think we should watch next. This week, we're checking out The Good Doctor, so on to the show. Why were you rude to me when we first met and now you want to be my friend? Which time was it that you were pretending? He's got a serious deficit. The child is alive today because of that deficit. And tomorrow one may be dead because of it. We hire Sean and we give hope to those people with limitations that those limitations are not what they think they are. That they do have a shot! Never forget, you're the smart one. You can do anything. Hey, Xavier. Hi. How's it going? It is going. And we're back. Here we are. We we have returned. Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. I feel um, like a bit of an emotional wreck from watching The Good Doctor right before recording this. So... If I like burst into tears, that's why I'm okay. It's just the show. Sure, it got um, you right in the feels. Yeah, but before we get into that, um, other than that, I'm good. What you been watching this week? Um, well, I went and saw Spider-Man last night. Really? Saw the new one, and I really liked it. Um, yeah. Nice. I don't have much to say. Jake Gyllenhaal's awesome. He's in it? Yeah. As who? Um, Mysterio. Okay. And this is what I'm like, sure, of course. Sorry, I asked. As long as he's not Spider Man. This is the what, like seventh Spider Man in the past fifteen years? Okay, yes, but okay, Spider Man one, two, and three were done by Sam Raimi as their own thing. And then Spi- the amazing Spider Man one and two were done by other directors. Uh, so the first one was the Tommy McGuire one. Mm-hmm. And then the second ones were with Andrew Garfield. Okay, yep. Alright. And then I stopped paying attention. And then they did, they finally added him into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. um, Finally. Because the North Koreans hacked Sony's um, emails and it was revealed that Sony was offered to rent the rights to Spider-Man to Marvel to do Disney. And they said no. Oh. And then Sony of Japan, like the big Sony, found out about it and they were pissed off because of these emails. And so, yeah, Marvel added him back in and it's with Tom Holland and he's like part of the deal. Well, that's a fun backstory. Yeah. And it's, those are the best ones. Nice. The current Spider-Mans are the best Spider-Mans. And it like just came out, right? Like was this This one? Yeah. Literally Tuesday. It, oh, wow. I, I, we saw it last night, me and my friend Kaylin. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right on. Um, yeah, cool. And Chernobyl's still good. Nice. I, I'm not done yet, but it's still awesome. How long is the series? It's only six episodes, okay. but I, I'm... Get to work. <laughs> shut up. I'm also watching... <laughs> I'm, But, like, my, you know, my main go-to last thing to do before going to bed is Sopranos. For those so, sweet dreams. So I'm on season five. And good it's for stupendous. you. Oh. It's so fucking good. I was thinking today, um, I also appreciate how you haven't spoiled anything for me because I am totally going to watch it. Okay, because so I was I like just that. thinking about that because I was like, oh, maybe, you know, this episode when we're talking about things we watched, <laughs> I can tell you how about yeah. how real shit is getting. Oh, no. I'm the one person in the world who doesn't know what happens. So let's keep it that way. Um, yeah. I was what thinking about it because I was considering spoiling Barry for you. Oh, because, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I just, I'm two episodes away from finishing the second season, the most recent okay. one. Um, and I like it. It's fun. Um, one thing that is really good about season two, I think I was on season one last week, um, is Hank is in it a lot. He is the Czech guy who doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah. Um, I was also, did I make this correction last week already? I assumed he was albino when we first watched it. When, in fact, he just doesn't have eyebrows. And I feel really bad about that. So okay. I would like to publicly apologize for my error. Um, well, on behalf of the albino community, <laughs> I accept your apology. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> that, yeah. Was, that was lame of me. Anyway, he's not albino, but he's really funny. Um, and he, like... He's in love with Barry, so he saves Barry's life, like, when he's going to get taken out. Um, and he kind of takes over after Barry kills the boss. 
Oh, um, cool. Yeah, and then he has a same kind of friend crush on, like, the new Bolivian crime guy that they team up with instead. And That's... he gets really jealous when he's going to go into business with these other people. And it's really fun. That's awesome. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, I also watched Booksmart. Uh, it's a movie um, that came out to much critical acclaim recently. Um, it's billed as, like, the super bad for teenage girls. Oh, right, 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 right. So yeah. that was good. Yeah. Oh, it really was. Um, and it won some awards. Like, um, it was directed by Olivia Wilde, okay, who, yeah, as yeah, I've yeah. mentioned before, is the reason that I'm bi. Um, <laughs> or what made me realize when I was, like, 13 watching The O.C. Um, and right! <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I just, I always forget that... A, she was on that show. Yeah, right? <laughs> and B, can we, like... Man, if I could go back in time and do one thing, it would be that I'd never seen the OC and you had never seen the OC. Oh, man. So that we could watch it for this show together. Right? Because that show is, like, a seminal trademark. Oh, so good. Maybe that calls for adding something else stupid, like, um... What was those other shows? Like, One Tree Hill... I've never seen it. I've never seen it, so oh, maybe okay. it's getting on Gossip the list Girl? right now. Yeah, I've definitely seen okay, that. Okay, I haven't seen Gossip Girl. Um, I just remember Chad Michael Murray being really famous because he was in One Tree Hill, and I didn't know him, but he I, was in every magazine I I bought. know the name. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, Chad Michael Murray is a great name. I think... Tree name names are great names. Obviously. Always. And I think I've mentioned before, he recently came back on the scene playing this, like, cult leader, hot daddy in Riverdale. And it's oh, so funny watching right. it and being like, is that like a 40-year-old Chad, Chad Michael, Michael Murray? Murray? <laughs> it's like, Good stuff. It's like whenever Luke Perry shows up in anything mm-hmm. these days. It's like, is that... R.I.P. Is that still... Um, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Booksmart. Anyway. Um, it's like these two girls, uh, they are super nerds. They just want to go to Yale um, and Columbia. So they decide not to party all through high school. They're going to be the smart girls who focus on school instead. Then on the last day of school, they realize all the party cool people they've been making fun of got into the same school as them. Oh my god. And uh, this girl, so she's like, yeah, I was busy reading when like you were giving your legendary hand jobs. And the popular girl's like, yeah, I'm really fucking good at hand jobs, but I'm also really fucking smart. So like, fuck you. (laughs) And it's really, it flips it kind of like it doesn't shame teenagers at all because they're like oh my god they were doing it right and us nerds were doing it wrong so they go out and have a wild party night super good it also won a bunch of pride awards because one of the main characters is a lesbian who's been out since she was 16 and it's good stuff cool yeah have you watched anything else movies um that i want to say was the only movie yeah i have a really hard time sitting down to watch a movie yeah so that's why like that and always be my maybe have been like the only ones i've seen in the past couple years the other thing i've been doing which isn't technically tv or film but i've been playing three kingdoms total war oh which is like a video game strategy game yeah but it's about the three kingdoms period in china and i'm learning so much about it by playing this game Mm -hmm. um and then like looking up other stuff and, like, honestly, it's, like, it's one of the densest literary works in history, but I think I really want to find a good translation of the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Yeah. Because it's, it's so, it's so interesting. It's, like, fucking, it's Game of Thrones on steroids, honestly. That's cool. Yeah. Um, um yeah. yeah, we were talking about that last week. Um, that game also, Total War, yeah. I don't know which one, but my boyfriend started, he has a long commute, and he's, like, bringing his laptop with him to play on the bus on Excellent. the way to work. And I'm like, that is super nerdy. Do you I know what he's playing? People. Like, do you know what period he's playing? I don't know. I don't even know which one it is. Because there's been Shogun. There's mm-hmm. been two Shogun Total Wars. There's been uh, two Medievals. It's either medieval or one of the Rome ones. Yeah, and I then there's say. been two Romes. Yeah. And they've also done Attila, which is kind of like an expansion for Rome. Um, and then they've done uh, Britannia. Which that, is, I think, looks really cool. I'm not interested. Really? Like, okay, you're all a bunch of Anglo-Saxon tribes trying <laughs> to murder each other. Oh, but one of you is Celts. Like, <laughs> I, 
the thing, the, the best ones for me, like, or the most interesting ones are still the Warhammer ones because it's mm. fantasy and there's more asymmetry in what the different races do and what they look like, oh, what the different factions do. Maybe those are the ones I'm thinking of then. And I'm thinking of the, like, British fantasy stuff. Right, because there is, yeah. there is like, the Empire. Yeah. And, you know, they say something called the Nation Calls a lot. So there's a lot of memes on the Reddit of, like, people of like caller ID and it's like the nation. <laughs> oh man. Have you ever just speaking of Britannia, have you ever seen the movie Tristan and He's Old? Came out. No, in the but 2000s. like all of my girlfriends were obsessed oh with it. Oh my in god. High it was my favorite movie. James Franco as like a tortured soul. And the love <laughs> that brought down the kingdom. Oh, it's so good. Good. It's based stuff. on an opera, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not an opera, it's like an epic. So. Yeah. Tristan und Isolde is like... Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's like a German epic or something oh, like that. so great. And Tristan's like a classic Hawkeye name. Mm. Totally. Right? Like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Isolde? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. I don't know any Isolde. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um Sounds yeah. old. So that's about <laughs> all that I've been watching. I'm going to go rewatch Tristan and Isolde now. Good. Oh, so romantic. Good, because you didn't get enough feels in oh The Good Oh my Doctor. god, yeah. I cried so much in that movie. Tristan dies at the end. Aww. Um, Yeah. And their love didn't actually bring down the kingdom like everyone said it would, so... You're fucking We're never as important as we think we are. Yeah. It's like me and The Sopranos. Let me ruin this hundreds yeah, of year yeah. old <laughs> opera for you. Um, but today we're not talking just about Tristan and his old, or Total War, or Spider-Man. We're also talking about The Good Doctor. Uh, the Good Doctor is an American medical drama based on the 2013 South Korean series of the same name. Um, actor Daniel Day Kim knows the series and bought the rights for a North American release. Um, the series stars Freddie My- Highmore as Sean Murphy, a young autistic savant surgical resident at San Jose Bonaventure, St. Bonaventure Hospital. That's too many words for a hospital name. Yeah. Like, give me three. Yeah. Three, you know, three tops. Um, and also stars Antonio Thomas, Nicholas Gonzalez, Bo Garrett, Hill Harper, Richard Schiff, who I absolutely fucking love, and we'll get into why mm. in a moment, uh, Will Yun Lee, and Tamlin Tamita. Um, it had blah, blah, blah. It premiered on October 3rd, uh, oh, sorry, on September 25th, 2017, and then it was picked up a month later for like a full series. Oh, wow. Order. Um, yeah, so that's that's about all of it for, and it's ABC. It's an ABC, ABC. drama, but we watch it on Crave because that's how you watch things in the future. How we watch is on streamings. Thanks for the Crave, Xavier. Yeah, you're I welcome. I watch a lot on it. I know. I can see you're yeah. really getting into Big Little Lies. <laughs> okay, and... episodes only come out once a week, and I can't wait past Sunday to watch it. Like it's one of those shows that is just so good. I, I won't talk about it more because I have. It's well, amazing. Yeah. And like, I, I'm already spoiled. So mm. you don't even get that pleasure from Is talking it about spoiled? it. Spoiled? I don't know. You told me which actor is the murderer. So. Oh. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. It's like a group murder, though. It's not like. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it better? <laughs> oh, no. I told you who the victim is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you also told me that, like, Meryl Streep's kind of a piece of shit in it. Which she is, only came in in the second season. Which is intriguing, but I'm still not going to watch it. Yeah, she's really awkward, too. Carly, I'm really putting lady. my foot down here. I'm not going to watch it. Um, whenever I log on to Crave, I see where you are in The Sopranos, and I'm yeah. like, good for him. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. Anyway. Um, Tell so me yeah. why you like that actor. Why I like... Okay, so Richard Schiff was on a little show called The West Wing. Oh, okay. And... I haven't seen it. Like, the West Wing is, uh, first of all, it was done by uh, uh, the same dude who did um, The Newsroom. Oh, fuck, why can't I remember his name right now? He um, and he also wrote The Social Network. Um, I don't have my phone with me right now, Carly. Uh, who did The West Wing? Stephen, Aaron Sorkin, that's one. Aaron Sorkin. Um, anyway, so The West Wing is huge. Mm. It is such such a good TV show, mm. um, and it had him and like uh, Allison Janney's in it. Oh, fun! And Martin Sheen, mm-hmm. 
like it, so all these heavy hitters rob low so it's oh. like it's just like sold it's just good actor city yeah um but he was among some of the best and i mm-hmm. listened to a lot of interviews with him about what his particular method is for acting for okay. film and tv and i don't even yeah let's we can go into it so he plays like the hospital president who's really pushing for uh, sean to get hired and he's said in interviews that his thing is basically like he's he was really inspired when he was younger by a picture by by a process where you were shown a picture of a person with a blank face Mm. but then you were also like happy music was played or sad music was played and then these test subjects were asked what is the emotion this person is feeling oh yeah and they would say you know it depended on the music or whatever so he really uses his face as a blank canvas, but all of the emotion is still there. And I really love that about him. And I think that he's just such a, such a huge heart as an actor. I'm a huge fan of Richard Schiff. Richard and, Schiff, you're the best. Yeah, and he's been in some cool stuff. Yeah. Speed, namely. <laughs> the Bodyguard. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's been all over the place. And he's Jurassic also, Park. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I knew him. Like, I can just yeah. see him he's, in that hat, right? If you don't know him, he's definitely a that guy actor. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. It's that guy. Yeah. Um, the but, only person that I recognized uh, is Antonia Thomas. Oh, really? Um, do you know her? She's plays Claire Brown, who... Um, Was the other resident, yeah. Yeah, and she's, like, sleeping with another doctor at the beginning. And then we see her role like, just systematically undermined throughout the episode by the head of surgery, um, even her paramour. Yeah. Um, and ends up, like, she's kind of the one who reaches out to Sean Murphy and, like, brings him in and they solve the problem together. Um, she's actually British. Oh, um, cool. Which, yeah, excellent accent. Because I've seen her in the British show that I mentioned when we watched Sex Education, um, the right. guy who, like, the first guy his mom sleeps with is also in this show, Love Sick. Oh, okay. And she is one of the leads. Um, she's, yeah, who everyone is lovesick over on the show. Oh. Um, so beautiful. Um, and yeah, I couldn't tell, like, I had to look up if she was actually British or American after seeing her flawlessly execute both accents. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could, I would not have known that if you hadn't told me that, uh, Antonia Thomas is British. That's awesome. Um, so, I mean, I guess we can really get into notes now, because I wrote a lot. I wrote, Whoa. I wrote more notes than usual. Yeah. You can't read them because I have terrible writing, <laughs> but, um, and we'll see if I'm able to <sighs> read them. Um, so just a quick plot summary. Um, this kid, uh, the autistic savant is heading to a job interview at the big hospital. Um, on the way he saves a kid's life at the airport after yeah. an accident, wh- whipping up a super cool one-way valve with like... A knife he steals from security. And some Jim Bean. Yeah. Which, by the way, did you hear that there was a fire at the Jim Bean plant today in Kentucky? Yeah. So 46,000 barrels are destroyed. Oh my god. And there's literally whiskey pouring into the Kentucky River. No. Which is the most American thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That's wild. Yeah. I was also like, why would you not even choose a clear alcohol as your, like, antiseptic? I don't know. (laughs) It's Wyoming or whatever. Like, I I don't know. Um... (laughs) Yeah, and so he does this awesome life-saving thing, um, and the other half of the show is the board of directors of the same hospital that the kid in the accident gets taken to, deciding if it's too much of a risk to hire an autistic surgeon. Yeah. Um, We also have some flashbacks of his childhood um, that kind of show us who this doctor is today. Yeah, and like, how did he get there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, What did you think of the cold open? Because I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Just the walk, the walk to the train or the, or to the bus. Yeah. Um, it's really cute. Um, first thing I got excited about, there's a cat in the window and then he's like leaving with his bag and he just like looks over at the cat on his porch and his face is just like hashtag blessed. Like he's like, nice. And then we realize later he has an affinity for animals. So yes, that's true. There you go. I am glad. I'm glad that your cat sequitur. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if there's was a cat in the episode, the I am gonna ma- mention it. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Did you see the cat? The cat was great. I think my only prediction for the show was the cat will come back. Mm. <laughs> and it didn't. No. Which 
Yeah, it makes me <laughs> endlessly happy. Um, <laughs> I like the way that they show how his brain works, which is kind yeah. of the first thing you see is like a line on the sidewalk showing his route and where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I, I'm, I'm curious to like look up and see what kind of actual feedback there's been from the autistic community yeah. about the show. Um because, I and first of all, like, it should be said, and I think that they maybe mention it on the show as well, like, Autistic Savant is, like, an, an incredibly small percentage of people with autism. Oh, really? Like, it's not a, it's not a very common I also thing. didn't know that being a savant was a syndrome. Like, they yeah. discuss a diagnosis. So, that was interesting to me. Yeah. So, it's like... I, I'm, I'm curious, you're looking it up now, I'm curious to hear, like, what the general vibe yeah. is. Um, but I thought that the visual stuff they use to convey the way that he um, can pick things up, mm. which is sort of how they say it. It's like, you know, you can notice details mm-hmm. that other people can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that was re- pretty well done. And I, and I you know, the, the line on the ground showing, like, he's got to map out his thing and um, yeah, and yeah. it's neat, too, when um, he's actually doing medical work. Yeah. They show him kind of, like, um, transposing, like, what he's seeing on someone's arm to how it would appear in a textbook. Yeah, and that and was And I thought the cool that was actually really too. neat. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially when they were, like, overlaying the, the, the veins on the kid's arm with... Yeah. The little bullets of text. Yeah, that's uh, exactly from the what textbook. I was thinking. Yeah, uh, that, I thought that was really great. And then even him just thinking about it, and you know, thinking about what the condition is. Yeah. And seeing the textbook definition of it. And recommended treatment, and then he's like, "We need to do this." Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, it could have been really cheesy, like how in the code we talked about like how it can be lame when they show you what someone's doing on a computer, like that kind of thing. But I think it was actually really interesting. Yeah. And I think it was, it was different enough and it was giving, giving us a good reference by having it be the textbook stuff Mm -hmm. that I wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't something that was a turn off. It was probably actually one of the high points, like production wise. Mm-hmm. On the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, this is one of my other things. Is that, like, this is such a clearly network TV show. Yeah. Like, we haven't done a network TV show yet, I don't think. Mm. And just the way that it's paced and the way that it's shot mm-hmm. is like every other network TV show. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it does not look very different from other other episodes of TV I've seen mm-hmm. on ABC or NBC. Or Fox or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a certain look to it and a certain feel. Like, everything, it just feels very clean. Mm-hmm. Look-wise, no- nothing special Nothing whatsoever. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they compensate for that by being very emotionally manipulative. Absolutely. Like, they, um, this was the first thing we show we've watched that I have cried in. I teared up twice. Like, at first I almost happy cried when he saved the kid and everyone was like, wow. oh, you did it. I didn't notice that life. one. It was only like an almost. Okay. Like, it was below the you surface. You were getting But I was, yeah. Um, and then there's a really sad scene where his dad is flipping out at him for not being a normal kid and he's trying to calm down petting his rabbit and the dad fucking throws the rabbit against the wall and then him and his brother take the rabbit to a doctor who can't save a dead rabbit. Yeah, who and, is Richard Schiff. Yeah. And I fully cried. Um, it got me. Yeah. Not when his brother died in front of him, interestingly. But the rabbit thing, just like, he was so sad. <laughs> you really have a fixation on the animals on these shows. I do. I have, I'm a new pet parent. Like, I didn't have pets growing up. And right. now I have a young teenage cat. And, like... I get, it keeps me up at night thinking about the things that could happen to him. I understand parenthood now, I would say. You know, I've lost a cat and two mm-hmm. dogs as, you know, really like 10 or so losing a cat. Mm-hmm. And then in my late teens, early 20s, losing a dog. Yeah. So I can, I, I sort of like, I don't know. I, I know that that's part of the, obviously not like having the dad be a dick and throw it against the oh, wall. Oh my fucking God. But like... I know that losing pets is sort of, like, part of part of the life. Yeah. Right? In that scene, I, like, 
my jaw dropped, my hand was over my mouth, like, and it stayed like that for, like, a minute. Like, that was an intense scene for a, like, PG show with no swearing. Yeah, Um, and that's the thing, that's a really interesting thing about it, is that in spite of the fact that it's got all the content limitations, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's only going to be a certain amount of time long because they need time for commercials, Mm -hmm. and it has commercial breaks that can break up the drama, Mm -hmm. like... It's still a really affecting show, mm-hmm. um, it, or at least was on like my feeling of first watching it. Mm-hmm. But the problem for me is that they sometimes go too far in reaching for those heartstrings, hmm. and I'm to me I'm very sensitive to that. Like I hate it when a show is is overreaching for your feelings. Yeah, um, and I think music is that a lot of the time. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just like the writing um, can be too on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were even moments of that in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the oh, one thing I forgot to mention. Um, when he's leaving Wyoming, yeah. you can see a Canadian flag that they didn't take down really? in the background. Okay, so that's the scene um, as he's on his way to the airport. Um, I was like... Oh, this is shot in Vancouver. Yeah. Like, I knew that the... Because there's no fucking in mountains in Wyoming. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can just fucking tell from, like, um, I I don't know exactly where it is, but just, it's this very picturesque street that's all, like, wood, kind of, like, yeah. cabin-looky stores. I, honestly, it was probably, like, Abbotsford or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then all the hospital scenes are filmed in um, the Surrey City Hall. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was either that or VCC. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like, it, it, no, like But that was the impression. Yeah. yeah, it was. Also, really weird. They have, like, a very fancy, like, operating theater just for, like, normal surgery. And I was like, that's still a thing? Really? Do they have, like, an audience section? Well, like, Richard Schiff or whatever. Yeah. He, him, he's up there watching... Uh, oh Sean yeah. down there. And it's weird because it looks like it's looks like a new set. Like it looks like a part of a yeah. fancy, you know, private hospital. Um and yeah, I only ever see those in like really old looking hospitals, so it was kinda weird. Yeah, I don't think operating theaters are really a thing, but yeah. I think there is still a small gallery so that, you know, uh head, heads of medicine and stuff can watch. Okay. But yeah, from what I understand there's no like there's no big operating theaters yeah. anymore because that's weird. Well, and you can videotape any oh, like the true, main reason yeah. for them was for uh, teaching medical, yeah, yeah, for people to be able to see. But now that you can record anything, right? It's like, oh, it was so fancy no though. Point. It looked like a bridge, like standing in front of this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it looked the set looked really good. Um, like the the parts that they were shooting in the operating theater. Obviously, your soundstage, but mm-hmm. I thought all that stuff looked really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how realistic it is, but... Yeah, me either. Have, I'll have to watch one of those videos about, you know, there's a one where a surgeon on YouTube, he watches surgeries from movies to be like, that's oh, wrong, cool. that's wrong, <laughs> I thought you meant watched them and filmed them and yeah. to talk about it. I was like, that's kind of weird. He brings his smartphone into yeah. the operating <laughs> GoPro theater. on yeah. his head, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, should I go to medical school? That's Why? what I was thinking about watching this. I don't know. It seems kind of fun. Do you want to help fun. people? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. But um, it seems... And I think I'd be good at it. I'm smart. I'm empathetic. Um, but then, flip side, you have to be around people all day. So, I don't know. But then, as Sean, Dr. Sean Murphy tells us, you make lots of money and you can buy a TV. So, that sounds nice, too. Don't you already help people for a living? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Okay. But I don't make that much money. <laughs> so I think it's the MD behind my name that well, might make that happen. I help people get drunk and I don't make that much money either. So it's just fine. What a public service. Yes, exactly. I'm really doing God's work over, yeah. over at the uh, the old restaurant. Um, Going back to him being autistic. Oh, okay. First, going back to the emotional manipulation. The first flashback we see is a scene of him being violently bullied as a yeah. kid. And I also find that really, really hard to watch. Like, um, in addition to knowing that, like, pet deaths are, like, a trigger for me. Yeah. Um, childhood bullying, like, or adult bullying of people with disabilities, like, 
just really, really, uh, like, makes my stomach turn. Like, I find that so hard to watch and to think about kids in that position. Um, so that was an intense start to the show for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was interesting because he, there was a bit of serenity to it. Mm. Like, you could see him be, being on that field you know, being triggered to see those memories again. Yeah. But because I guess he experiences emotions differently or mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm probably going to use a lot of incorrect, uh, mm. expression to, to say, mm-hmm. um, stuff about the main character on this episode. But yeah, like the fact that he, you know, he, he has a flashback and sees this, you know, this old beating he took, but there seems to be a lot of optimism from him in walking away from the field yeah. more so than more than any sort of like trauma yeah necessarily yeah in that moment but i think that the main point of that scene was to give his connection to his brother yeah cuz his brother comes and pushes the police away yeah um i also um we've hated on flashbacks a bit or just recognized how common they are and it wasn't like the whole open was a flashback or anything so it's a little different but i think that that's a useful way of using a flashback when it's like there's a particular trigger um, that helps you understand how people carry their trauma with them every day. And like, no matter how many times, you know, you see a soccer ball or which was the bullying situation or or it's raining and you, yeah. Yeah. And like, you're always going to think about that and you just, you know, people get used to it and cope with it in different ways. So I thought that was well done. Yeah, um, and I think that, I mean, now's probably as good a time as any to talk. I think that Freddie Highmore is, like, a fantastic actor. Oh, yeah, totally. He, like, man, he's a powerhouse. Yeah. He He's able to balance all of the demands of this role. Yeah. So well. Um, like, obviously, the, the physical uh, expression, mm-hmm. of, you know, facial expression mm-hmm. of a person with this particular condition. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he is able to emote through that yeah, and connect so easily with the audience. Yeah. I I don't, I I think it's incredible. And like the body acting too of um, like how he runs, I thought was really well done. Um, I also appreciated from a filming perspective, um, when he first walks into the airport, he's clearly having a bit of a sensory overload. Yeah. And I thought that that was really well done. Like, it wasn't anything fancy, like, cinematically, but um, I think it's just a good way of helping audiences realize. And, like, um, yeah, and, uh, like, your senses are how you interpret the world, right? And yeah. just recognizing and remembering that people, for a variety of reasons, can experience them so differently. I think it's so good to be like, this is what being in an airport would be like. Yeah, I um, had a friend who was like, um, on on the spectrum, but not by, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, but he was fairly high functioning, I guess is what it is called. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Um, but he talked once about how like, just... So, you know, like, there's going to be some days that, you know, I see you and even if I'm in a good mood or whatever, like, I might not mm-hmm. be in a place where, like, I'm good with you hugging me yeah. or, like, to say hello or whatever. And it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. I'm just having a sensory day and yeah. can't really handle it. Yeah. Like, you know, he, you know, so he was able to, like, obviously he's able to verbalize that mm-hmm. and, like, express that. But mm-hmm. I never... I don't know. I, I didn't really understand that about mm. that portion of mm. of autism. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I've been skimming a couple articles as we talk about reviews of the show by people who are autistic. Um, generally, they're a fan of his acting and how yeah. it was displayed. Good. Um, and just the few I've read, people were fine with it. Like, um, as opposed to the show Atypical, which got quite a bit of hate. Um, oh, really? I didn't. Namely, yeah. it did. They didn't hire any consultants who oh had experience with autism. Um, but they found, and what um, I think was a big flag that people were watching for is uh, like inspiration porn. So, like, how preachy are is this show going to be That's, about? Yeah. We're so great, and there was a little bit of this because, like the doctor had to vouch for why there should be an autistic surgeon allowed. And part of it is, like, we're going to be better people for yeah. having... Um, but they thought that they, like, walked that edge between being exploitative in that way and 
depicting things without challenging them, as we discussed last week, yeah. in, like, a pretty good way. And ultimately, it's not the speech by... Um, by the doctor who doesn't have autism that gets him the job. It's when Dr. Sean Murphy uh, gets up himself and is asked why he wants to be a surgeon. Right. Um, And he talks about seeing his rabbit and his brother die and wanting to help them. And, like, the big concern about why they didn't want to hire him was, like, well, doctors need empathy to connect with their patients. So why can we have this guy? So he clearly displays he has empathy. And then humor, too, and talking about how he wants to be a surgeon so he can be rich and have a TV. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah. Amazing. Yay. Yeah. Good, good to know that, like, the show sort of seems to have a general mm-hmm. A-OK from, you know... From the two reviewers from the that two, I But, read. you know, like, it's it's important to... Uh, or, I guess... Yeah, I mean, the loudest voices won't necessarily speak for everyone, mm-hmm. but... You know, hopefully it's an indication of how that show is being received mm-hmm. um, yeah. by the people that it's attempting to portray. Yeah. I also thought it was kind of cool how um, people often make assumptions about people's, like, social abilities and their abilities to connect with others. Yeah. But I feel like um, Sean is really going to challenge the other doctors in different ways. Um, so first, he asks... A doctor and played by Antonia Thomas. Yeah. Um, he's like, hey, so tell me this. Like, you were really rude to me when we met. Then you were nice to me. And now you're trying to be my friend. So which time were you pretending? That's... Like... That, that was... Oh. And it's funny because in my acting class, um, a bunch of, like, pieces from this episode mm-hmm. have actually been used. Oh, cool. And I knew that going in to watch the episode. Neat. But, um, so, like, a couple of lines I'd hear it and be like, yeah. oh, right, I've heard that in acting class. Yeah. But, um, yeah, him saying it, it's such a big truth bomb. Yeah. On her. And you can see it just blows her away. Totally. Well, and it made me think. Yeah. Like, about how I interact with people on a daily basis, um, who I make assumptions about, and who I make an effort to be nice to. And, like, which of those are me pretending and which of those are real. Like, yeah. it was... I thought that was really good. Um, and then he does it again at the end. The head of surgery is like, this is all you're ever going to do here. You're really smart, but you don't belong here. Uh, so you will be doing suction every surgery, I can tell you. And he's like, you know, I clearly have a lot to learn from you. Like, you're great at surgery. You're also super arrogant. Yeah. Like, do you think that makes you a good surgeon? And, like, does that hurt you as a person? And I was like, damn. Like, they, just say it. And that's the thing. Like, it seems like his thing is 100% honesty. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a huge plus for him. It's going to be, you know, obviously a problem for other people around him as well. Yeah. And how they perceive that. So, but and, I, yeah. No, go ahead. I just thought it was good. Yeah. And it kind of like, I can see that becoming a major theme of the show. Cause there was like some typical like hospital drama stuff where like there's this power struggle between the different higher ups. Um, one's like protecting another people are there because of nepotism. And I didn't much care for like, the internal political stuff that was happening in that boardroom. But I feel like Sean is going to get caught up in all of that because of this honesty and like, it's going to be an issue. Also an early prediction um, before we get there. But so these two doctors are fucking at the beginning um, and the guy's like, Oh, isn't it silly that our relationship's a secret? She's like, we don't have a relationship. We're fucking. And you can tell people that if you want. He's going to get mad and tell everyone that they're fucking, isn't he? Sean? Yeah. I don't think he's going to get mad. I think he's going to be the only one who finds out. And he's going to be like, have to decide how to deal with it. I think the other dude's going to get jealous at some point of her burgeoning relationship with Sean. Okay. And tell everyone that they're fucking. That's fair. Another very typical hospital drama thing. It's like all the doctors are fucking. There were two different couples. But like also, from what I've watched and read and heard... I, that's more common than not, mm. is like, yeah. a inter-hospital, inter-staff, shill relationships. I feel like all of the young doctors I know are, like, married to other doctors that they met in med school or working, and it's like, I guess it's a pretty demanding job, so someone I mean, gets it. Yeah, like, if you're around the same people for 16 hours a day or whatever, mm. it'd be hard not to. I'm surprised I haven't, like... Fucked a doctor. 
<laughs> Maybe I have. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> good lord. Um, <laughs> what are you surprised you haven't fucked a coworker? Is that where you were going? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Go I don't me. think I have either. Good. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah, Keeping it like, profesh. Yeah. No. Good for us. Yeah. 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 Don't shit where you eat, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. I thought it was going to become a running joke that he got tackled by security, but I'm glad that it only happened oh, twice yeah. on this show. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny. Oh, see, I found a note that I can't read. <gasps> what a... You should be a doctor, too. Yeah, no, that's what my mom says. Is it that he doesn't like the attention? Atrium. No. Door yeah. to the atrium. Don't... The attitude. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't like surgeon's attitude i think that's what that mm. was about mm-hmm. but um yeah i also wrote everyone is fucking as one of my notes <laughs> that's so, literally my note yeah. everyone's fucking <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i really loved that you know that final scene in the surgical theater just showing him like i'm gonna he's like basically showing he's gonna be 100 percent honest at all times and he's not gonna take that shit like yeah. you know like i think of how i would react in that situation and being spoken to like that my first day on the job i don't think i would react as well as he did where yeah. he's just like i you know still respect your skill and here's how i think about what you're saying to me and they also really did a good job of setting up the uh, attending surgeon as being a huge douchebag, but also good at his job. Yeah. Especially when he was, like, pushing for the consent, pushing for the consent. Yeah. And then it turns out that the guy would have died if they, if he had waited the extra mm. day. It's like, oh, well, okay, you're right, but you're still an asshole. Yeah. I didn't quite understand that medical emergency, and I thought it meant the guy was going to die because he got the surgery before yeah. they did enough tests or something. So, I mean, I, yeah. I don't, I mean, if there was an abscess there... Mm. I don't know how, what that is, what mm-hmm. that means, but hey, if the surgeon says it, then yeah. he's probably right. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he is an asshole. Yeah. Do you have any other predictions for this show? Well, halfway through the episode, I predicted we'd find out what ha- where the brother was today, um, but <laughs> In a coffin. he obviously died. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess um, I, we're going to hear more about his past like how he got um from being uh like a autistic kid living in a school bus because he ran away from home to being like this incredibly young surgeon right um and I think it's gonna be because the guy who hired him uh like you know took him under his wing and like basically half raised him and got him all these opportunities I think that maybe he like I don't know, fostered him for a bit. Yeah, like, exactly. is sort of what I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, um, the There's a blonde girl who's fucking the head of surgery. Um, she yeah. is going to um, team up with the head of surgery to get try and get rid of Dr. Sean Murphy. And that will mean betraying her mentor, who is, like, looking out for her right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's, That's my she, prediction. She, she strikes me as evil. Yeah. I think... Also, I think she was probably one of the most uneven actors oh, in really? the cast. I didn't I didn't think that she was mm. like Okay, she's the only blonde on a hospital show. Like she's definitely evil. That's true. <laughs> it, I mean that's well, no, that wasn't true about scrubs, but mm. um no, I can understand where you where you'd be going with that. Um <laughs> How about you? Um, yeah. um I think that the Dr. Uh, Murphy will graduate from being, using the suction. Mm. I, I think he'll get to do other things. I do think that him and Claire are going to be in a relationship mm. of some kind. Um, but I think it's going to be a very challenging one for both of them. Yeah, agreed. Um, and I think that the guy who Claire was fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think that he's going to be a ginormous douchebag and yeah. continue to be a ginormous douchebag. The accent says it all. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, the actor is Chukumoto Modu. He's English. He's in Game of Thrones. 
Um, let me look him up a little bit better for you. He's also currently playing a character named Xavier on the 100. Oh, great. My namesake. He was in three Game of Thrones episodes as Ego. So he's probably one of the Golden Company people or something like that. He's probably one of the slaves or oh, something totally. like that. Yeah. In uh, Astapor or Karth or uh, Yunkai. Oh, no. He was one of the Dothraki blood riders. Oh. The, yeah, who she sent away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Well... In any case, I do think he's going to be a ginormous douchebag, yeah. even if <laughs> he was a blood rider uh, for the queen. Agreed. Yeah. Um, they can be douchebags sometimes, too. So, Carly, big question, oh, big money no. question. I'm not ready. Uh, is it a binge or a bust? I don't know. Um, oh, I don't know. Okay, so I think I enjoyed it. I liked it. It had my attention the whole time, which I can't say about all the shows we've watched. Um, but I think it's a bust. I agree. Mm. I think it's a bust too. Um, I think the work is really good Mm -hmm. on it, but there's something about that veneer of TV, Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, of network television that just uh, rubs me the wrong way. And it, we didn't really talk about the show's missteps a whole lot, but it really was like the overreaching for mm-hmm. certain emotional moments, and which sucks because the ones that are really good and really genuine land so well yeah. on the show. Yeah. The way that... Um, I mean, everything that Freddie Highmore does on the show is great. Um, and the way that he confronts people. But yeah, the, mm-hmm. the grandstanding about we'll be better people for having him here. and He's shouting about it. Yeah. Like, this speech. Of, yeah. It's just... It, and like the how cold everyone else is in the room. Yeah. And, like, the bickering, all of that just felt very, like, Mm -hmm. okay, here's a bunch of, like, beautiful people being snippy towards each other. Yeah. It didn't didn't feel like it had a lot of guts um, in in those sections. Yeah. And I feel like the show will have more and more of that, unfortunately. So, yeah, it's Uh, a bust for me, too. Yeah, and I, just a little more on that, just the, it's just manipulative. And I'm like, if you need to rely on that and, like, getting the emotional reaction you know you will get from me, like, then your show is, like, missing other things. You know? Like, if that's all you have to hook me in. It's not challenging. Mm, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you work for it at all. Yeah. And, like, you know, this is a, sh- a, our podcast here is, like, a show where we're, you know, we're not doing the, like you know, be on our phone, half watch, we're cleaning. Yeah. Like, we're we're committing ourselves to watch a full however long, yeah. how many minutes of television. And there are shows that have rewarded that. Mm-hmm. And there's been shows that we haven't liked, but are still challenging, mm-hmm. you know, we can recognize for that. But I, I, I just don't think The Good Doctor is that, in spite of the fact that, like, the writing that's centered around Sean is really good. Yeah. But the, the other stuff, it's like, who cares? Yes, that's exactly yeah. it. Like, I want more Sean. Yeah. I don't need, I don't really need anybody else. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. That's, that's so about it. So, good try, ABC, but <laughs> you don't quite have us. It's a bust. Your critically acclaimed show is uh, not uh, hooking us in. <laughs> oh I don't know God. why that's a, that's yeah, not an appropriate so, pun. What's a good doctor pun? For, um, for the for this like we're gonna give this, this show the scalpel this one's dead on a rock <laughs> <laughs> oh it's flatlining yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we know so much about medicine so that's Let's been see. two weeks in a row of a double bust that frees up so much time <laughs> right? but now I'm done Barry I guess it's back to the Sopranos I guess it's time yeah please start watching the Sopranos and I'm letting so me ready. know how it goes oh yeah. so ready yeah, and so we, um, which I guess brings us to, it's time to figure out what we're doing next week. Yes. Um, and we truncated the list, as promised, from last week. Uh, we were finding that there were just not enough shows that we were actually excited about. Yeah. So we've cut some stuff, and we've added some other things, and we are ready to let you know that uh, next week we will be rolling up our show, but in the future, there's so many pilots that are coming up mm-hmm. that we're actually so stoked about. So we're going to be starting to do episodes that exist outside the regular timeline of Binger <laughs> Bust. 
the mirror universe of binger bust, you might say. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll you know if something comes up that we really want to watch, we're gonna watch it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Nope, we are not putting it on the list. We are immediately getting started. Um, that said, as we're working on our list, if you have any suggestions, we would love to hear them. If there's a show you loved or hated that you want to hear us review, or something you just don't have time to watch before knowing if it's worth it, please shoot us an email, Instagram, Twitter, it's all binge or bust pod. Thank you. No um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're looking for a number between one and 39. Whew. On the old... Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Potometer. Number 30, Friday Night Light. Oh, here we go. <laughs> time for some football. Oh. Time for some America. It's time for some sports time. I'm excited. It's some sports ball with the injuries and the concussions. Oh. I heard <laughs> Regina George's favorite movie is Friday Night Lights. Is that a real quote from that movie? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Mean Girls in so long. Oh. Uh, That'll have to be a rewatch. What are you rewatch. doing? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> this fucking show. Fair. Uh, honestly, I haven't seen Mean Girls in years and years, so I don't know what I'm saying. But I was, me and my roomies were the plastics on Halloween for Halloween right. last year. And I was Gretchen Wieners in her cat suit. And can I just say, fucking rocked it. Yes, so you were. I miss it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I miss that cat suit. I just started thinking about my Halloween costume for this year. Really? It's time. Maybe we could all be the like group from Friday Night Lights. Maybe that's how good it'll be. <laughs> or how about you're a binge and I'm a bust? <laughs> no. No. Um... This has been the Binger Bust Podcast. We watched The Good Doctor. We both busted it. It was a, it was, yeah, um, uh, it was uh, a bust a, a, in no, short. Yeah, I'm just trying to find another doctor thing, but it's not working. Oh, yeah. Um, we tried our best to save it, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your pun is not going to make it. Yes! Nailed it. Um... <laughs> So you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at BingerBusPod, and you can find us uh, on the internet if you want to email us at BingerBusPod at gmail.com. You can send us your suggestions, your ideas, your comments, your feedback. And if you want to tell your friends about it, that would be dope. If you want to leave us a five-star review uh, on the store, we would love to get on that new and trending list. That would help us out a lot. Uh, so all of those things would be great. For Binger Bust Pod, I've been Xavier. And this has been Carly. And we both busted the show. No more TV to have to watch. Hell yeah. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>